You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 50! We did it, y'all. We're over the hill. As a podcast. We're the black balloons. (laughs) That's crazy. roses, yeah. Yeah. You know, I really never thought we would get to, like, 50 episodes. I'd be like, yeah, we're going to get bored after, like, four and be like, sorry. I know, right? It's, yeah, it's pretty wild. (laughs) So. (laughs) I I think that was an almost burp. Did you just call me out? Yeah, I did. I tried to cover it. (laughs) Yes, it's insane that we've done 50 now. Like, true. 50. And people listen. Like, that's the wilder part about this. And the numbers keep going up. So maybe at 100, we'll look back and be like, oh, dang. And we've made friends with so many podcasts, and people are so nice. A lot of our listeners, you know. Yeah. You know, obviously, a lot of our listeners came from Morbid. Yep. Um, so we're obviously super grateful to them for everything. And you know what? They just put out a badass collab with, and this is why we drink. And I was like, oh, goals. Like, <laughs> manifest dreams, man. Manifesting yeah. that dream. Aw. We will do a collab with them one day. <laughs> one day. You. <laughs> I want you. You. <laughs> I can fix you. <laughs> Except fix us because we want more listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So here we are. We're at 50. And still going. We still have a lot of... Still going strong. Um, you know, topics we want to cover. You yeah. know, I, I think we both said, like, we'll probably run out of episodes at one point, you know, like topics to cover. Yeah. And I just feel like it's never, there's always a fucking haunted house or a fa- like haunted everywhere. cemetery or, yeah. And yeah. then we did put up a Insta post the other yeah, day. We got a couple ideas. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to work on those this week. So if I'll, you. I'll keep putting that question up and see if we can start collecting. Cause I really, we haven't updated our backlog in a long time. Yeah. With like topic suggestions. Sure. So it'd be good to get like a list running again. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know. Yeah. Man, here's to 50 more. Here's the 50 more. High Woo. five. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we just had a good Sunday lunch with your uh, yes. mama ghoul, papa ghoul, and, and true Gabby ghoul. Yeah. In true ghoul friends fashion, we're coming to you the day before. Because, <laughs> you know, that's who we are as people. We did so good, though. I feel like we did a few weeks ahead when we knew, especially we were going to move. You know what? We did not miss a week. And for that, I am very, like, proud. Yeah. We got our kind of yeah. technical issues resolved and the internet's back, like, functioning. So, know. you know, this yeah. should come at normal time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think we're just trying to honestly get back into our groove in the new house. Yeah. Um, with, you know, I think for me, too, it's been really difficult with, like, schoolwork. Yeah. I've had a schedule in Massachusetts that I, like, use to kind of get my stuff done. Mm. I kind of feel out of whack still from it. So. Well, I think there's just a lot of changes, too. Like, you know, we're both home. You know, I'm not working. Yeah. And you're working from home, home doing school. So I'm like... It's still like, I feel like we're home, but it feels still like so just something's off, you know? And I think it's routine. There's no routine. What do you do all day? Like, I water my plants and like cook food. (laughs) I don't know. Like, there's not much to do, you know? I think we're both still a little nervous to go out and I'm not going to go sit at a bar or, you know, go out to dinner or anything. So I feel like we're we're still kind of being homebodies, um, just making it, you know kind of life in our new home no and I you know um for those that don't know hello we are in South Carolina now um and (laughs) (laughs) South Carolina has recently I think lifted most of their stay-at-home orders Mm -hmm. so you know restaurants are starting to open up we're starting to see more people out um you know that's obviously everyone's personal decision for us we're not quite comfortable doing that yet we're still trying to keep our distance and keep our eye on what's going on obviously with my mom we want to make sure we're 
Being as safe as we can. Yes. <laughs> can we tell them your mom got boobs? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good story. I didn't even think about that. So, for those that, uh, you know, if you've been following us a while, me, Celeste, because I've been told we sound alike. Oh, okay. So, Celeste. <laughs> You're just the smart one. <laughs> no, that's not true. Yes, it is. Not true. Um, if you didn't know, my mom uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer last year, um, had a double mastectomy in January, did great. Um, and has recently gotten her new prosthetic boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and is very proud of them. She is. We had to feel all over them today <laughs> at lunch. She's like, feel my boobs, feel my boobs. They uh, they felt real. They felt they like I'm real. I'm to take them out. I was like, let me see them. Yeah. Like, I want to like, see them. They even got nipples on like. them. They got That's real. Like, wild. they're realistic. Like, man, you if you just saw her, you I mean, they look like natural yeah, and real boobs so. and feel like them so yeah you know she's feeling great she yeah. was happy to get them and she's all recovered at this point there's she's really not much so she can't great do. yep yeah she, you can't even tell you know that she you yeah. know from when we came down to visit which is so funny that it was just a couple months ago now we live here we I had know, no idea right? like, <laughs> um but you know she was really she was only a week or so post-op no, and she was yeah. very uncomfortable, you know, she uh, was not doing well, you know, just no. slow moving. And to see her now, I mean, she came over today and she's, can I fold your laundry? Can I do this? And you like, can't. she's firecracker. We like, when we lived with them while we were, you know, waiting for our house to be ready here, yep. we lived with them for like a week and a half. Yeah. And like, we were not even allowed to touch the washer and dryer. Like well, that's Kathy's we just coming. handed her our dirty laundry and it magically appeared like a couple hours later, like I washed, clean I, and know, folded. I, I kind of missed that. That was <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, today she comes in and like, I'm cooking lunch and you know, she just like walks into the laundry room <laughs> and your love of doing laundry comes directly from, from my mother. Her, yeah. She's just like, can I fold these towels? I'm like, yes. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you not to. I'm like, actually we roll them. We roll our towels. We don't fold. Yeah. So I'm going to start a debate though. Cause do y'all separate your laundry by like darks, whites, colors when you do it? I throw every motherfucking thing in there. opinion. I throw it all <laughs> together. Like, I don't necessarily do, like, clothes and towels Yeah, together. that has to be like, separated. Like, usually do their own thing. But, like, um, I will wash jeans with shirts like and whites. other things. I just do it all in cold. Yeah. And throw, a, like, color catcher in there. You Gucci. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. ain't nothing gonna happen. No. That, have, to my mother, that is heresy. Oh, she's she's heresy. very unhappy. You know, but I have we have white shirts, and I have, like, a pair of, like, white jeans that yeah. are, like, very white. And we've washed them with a lot of colors mm-hmm. in there. Just fucking fine, bro. I know. She gets Just all... throw it in the washer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And throw a color catcher. I, you know, I don't... You know, we are both... Well, not right now. We have all the time in the world to do laundry. Yeah. But, you know, as a working person, I feel like when you need shit washed, throw it in and yeah, wash it, just, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't... But I do agree. Um, the only thing I think we, we separate, I think we can... Just kind of say is sheets yeah. and blankets are yep. separate. Yeah. Towels are separate. Yep. And, you know, um, dish rags and dish towels. Those usually go on, like, towels. With the towel, towels. Yeah. And then just our just clothes. clothes. Jeans, shirts, yeah, PJs, like stuff we wear. undies, whatever you got. Yeah. Because, you know, for two people, I still do 300 loads of laundry <laughs> a day. I could not imagine people with children. I'm like, how are y'all doing it? <laughs> it's a lot. How are y'all doing <laughs> it? <laughs> It's a lot, I know, you know, for the family I nannied for in Massachusetts. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of laundry. I'm sure. Is that a ghost? I think, no, I think it's Kitty. Oh, no, it's Mishka chewing on the cord. Mishka, get! Stop chewing on the cord. We need that. Not a ghost. Just a (laughs) cat. Just a cat. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, we've rambled. (laughs) Yeah, we have rambled again. (laughs) 
Um, so before we start embarking on kind of what y'all really want to hear, we kind of came up with our last, um, topic Mm -hmm. that we kind of wanted to cover before we start doing like what y'all, y'all want to, you know, listen (laughs) to. Um, so we're gonna talk about curses. Yeah. This is a really interesting topic. It is. It's, um, kind of goes maybe not so ghosty but you know paranormal it's still and, and weird yeah i mean it's really weird there's the, a lot of them we discovered in like doing the research for this there like this would curses. be a topic we could do again you know oh, God, we definitely yeah. could do so another one so i think you have two longer ones and yeah, i have, I have two like ones. kind of one longer and one semi shorter um so mhm do you want to just jump in yeah i'll go first go for it okay So this one's probably uh, a topic that we've all heard in pop culture, but I've never really researched it before, so this is actually very interesting to look into. Um, So I am talking about the curse of King Tut. Tut, 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 tut. Okay. Have you heard of this before? Um, I know King Tut, but I do not know the curse of King Tut. Fair enough. um, Enlighten my ear holes. I can do that. So, uh, so King Tut is a very commonly used term in like pop culture, as I said, but the correct term who I am talking about is Pharaoh Tutankhamun, Mm -hmm. um, an Egyptian Pharaoh, if you have not put that together yet. Um, this is very famous because the tomb of King Tut Mm -hmm. was discovered and it is said that a curse was put upon anyone who went into the tomb because it had been sealed. The idea was that. You know, anyone who entered that tomb was, like, plagued. And he was in a pyramid, correct? You know, I believe so. Or, it, you know, I need to do a little more research into exactly where this was. Okay. Um, but we'll get into that. Sure, okay. Yeah. Go for a it. A lot of, I, I believe a lot of pharaohs were entombed in, like, pyramids. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was necessarily the, like, one-size-fits-all yeah. answer. I think sure. they were entombed in multiple places. I would love to go to Egypt. I would too. The history is fascinating. Yeah, there's so much. I know much a couple there. people that have like like rode camels in and like looked at the. Oh, pyramids. I'd love to see the pyramids. I'd love to see the uh, the Sphinx. Yeah. I would love to see the Nile. We did see an Egyptian Sphinx though in Russia. Remember? Yes, there are two actual uh, Sphinx statues from Egypt. Egypt that mm-hmm. are on the and uh, you're like supposed to kiss them and like now knowing COVID we well hell yeah and Gabby was like Gabby was like making out with it. Gabby was. <laughs> Trying to get into residency at that point, so she was like macking out on the Sphinx, like trying to get that good juju. So yeah, she was ready to go get that good luck from the Russian Sphinxes, and she did. I guess she did. Yeah. She got into residency. So worked. who are we to say if it absolutely you know, worked or not? Yeah. Sorry, I realize the mic is like dangerously close to you, and I, I I'm a yeller. <laughs> I'm loud. I'm loud. Yes. yes. So yes. Um. Again, those have Egyptian origins, yes. and we are talking about the Curse of King Tut Yes, for my topic. So, to give a little backstory and a little background on who Pharaoh Tutankhamun was, he was born in 1341 around, again, these are all estimates, sure. you know, documentation was limited. It's fucking old. It was a long ass time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. 1341 BCE, before Common Era. It said that he died in 1323 before Common Era, and he was around 19 years old. So he was not old. Okay. No, and um, he was actually, uh, you know, they've done a lot of DNA Mm -hmm. analysis on the mummy of 
King Tut. I just did a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% King Tut. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And in doing that, they realized that he most likely uh, died of a leg infection that had become gangrenous. Mm. Um, but he also, also uh, suffered from malaria as well um, and was severely disabled. Part of that, you know, in looking at this is probably because a lot of these families were pretty inbred for... You know, sisters uh, would marry brothers yep, yep. to keep kind of that family line For, the same. Dang. Yeah, obviously did not understand the ramifications of that. Turns out DNA. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real one because yeah. you know what? That doesn't end well. Doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, so, yeah, he was the 12th pharaoh of the 18th Egyptian dynasty. Okay. Um, and honestly, you know, there's a lot more... Uh, history around him in his like tomb, he didn't actually do much as a ruler. Kind of the one notable thing that he did when he was in power was that he converted Egypt back to its traditional religion of uh, polytheistic worship, which means obviously worshiping many gods. Okay. Um, his father, Akhenaten, had to YouTube how to pronounce that, <laughs> um, basically during his reign had outlawed the worship of polytheistic gods. Um, he actually made it so that Egypt could only worship one god called Aten, who was called the Sun Disk. So Egypt did not like this at the time, and so he was referred to as the heretic king. Mm, so it they did not have freedom of religion. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of seems like Daddy Tut did not do Egypt well. They were yeah. kind of pissed off. Um, and so really kind of King Tut was not, or Pharaoh Tutankhamun was kind of living in that shadow. Okay. So we don't really know a ton about notable accomplishments of during his reign. Well, I mean, he was only 19, so yeah, I mean, there wasn't a long time of it. He ascended the throne at nine. Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. And basically, he didn't obviously do a lot of ruling at nine years old. Sure. He was basically ruled by his advisors, made decisions for him. <laughs> so, you know, take that as you will. I can't, um, like, all I can think of is, like, little Timmy in Massachusetts being king, like... Oh, no. <laughs> it's very common. It, even in, especially in English history, if you look at it, yeah, we have I mean, a lot of children mm-hmm. that ascend the throne, but basically, usually their parents, if they're not the ruler that's yeah. passed away, are the ones that kind of take over power. And they're Until just you're old of, enough. <laughs> right. They're just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, another fact about him, he actually, he married his half-sister, who was the daughter of Akhenaten and Queen Nefertiti. Um, they had two daughters together, but bo- both were stillborn. Um, well. Again... Not understanding how, sure. Makes uh, sense. you know, genes work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably likely. Yeah. So let's get to the good stuff. Let's talk about the tomb, right? Because okay. that's yeah. where this curse really centers around. Sure. So um, King or Pharaoh Tutankhamun was buried in what's called the Valley of the Kings. It's located across the Nile River from the city of Luxor in Egypt. Basically, it's where all the major pharaohs were entombed. Okay. Um, and I, you know, I don't think this is a pyramid if I'm remembering correctly. I need to look up a picture of it. It's very grand. It's very majestic looking. Mm -hmm. Um, and pharaohs that, you know, reigned from the 16th to 11th century BCE were buried there. So there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I read that actually, um, Tutankhamun was buried in kind of a, I guess a tomb that was of the lesser known. Okay. Like, I think you were kind of like buried based on how famous you were on how much like you did. And he didn't really do that much, so he really was kind of buried in a more modest tomb, it seems, than okay. the other pharaohs. Mm. The other thing um, to kind of realize at this point in time is that at the point where Tutankhamun's tomb was discovered, um, grave robbing was a big deal in Egypt. A lot of these tombs were being looted, and they're obviously the things found in them were being sold. Because, I mean, you were being buried with a lot of, like, 
heirlooms and like yeah. expensive things and yeah so sure I, it makes sense i put that in my notes but that's a really good point to bring up now mm-hmm. so um and now i am not at all an expert on you know ancient egyptian history so <laughs> do not at me if i am wrong please let me know but from what i remember in um the ancient Egyptian religion, the idea was that basically you took it with you. You know, I, we say a lot of times you can't take it with you. Yeah. They were like, oh, you can take you it can with take you. You can take it with you. <laughs> so you see these tombs and they're filled with all of these items that, you know, normally one would not think they would need, like toys, food, like jewelry, ornaments. But these are all things that ancient Egyptians believed that they would need in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to be as prepared as possible going across, which like... I get it. Who likes being prepared? I I can get with that. Like, I can see that. Mm -hmm. So, yes, um, you're correct when, you know, there's all these valuable items. So, grave robbing was a really common occurrence when it came to Egyptian pharaohs and their tombs. Okay. So, that should kind of, like, set the scene for what we're going to be talking about. So, let's talk about the actual discovery of Tutankhamun's tomb. Mm -hmm. Um, Howard Carter, who is a very well-known British archaeologist actually began the search for uh, Pharaoh Tutankhamun's tomb in 1891. And his expedition was financed by, obviously this is a member of some, you know, kind of extended royal family, by the fifth Earl of Carnarvon. <laughs> I can't say that right. George Herbert. Okay. Um, dude had a lot of money. He also loved Egyptology and archaeology. So he basically, you know, financed this whole thing for them to go find King Tut's tomb. Gotcha. So... Carter and uh, Herbert discovered the interior of Pharaoh Tutankhamun's tomb on November 26th of 1922. So, so not relatively not that long ago. No, it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. And when they made the initial discovery, they realized that there were actually four interior rooms in this tomb. Because again, okay. don't need a lot of stuff in the afterlife. Don't yeah. need a few rooms <laughs> to put all your stuff in. So when they got there, they were super surprised because, again, grave robbing was such a thing at the time. Mm-hmm. The tomb was completely untouched and contained a ton of artifacts from, um, you know, King Tut's life, like childhood toys, jewelry, murals depicting his life and death. I mean, oh, wow! from a historical perspective, it's truly an iconic, yeah. like, discovery. Sure. So um, they finally find, you know, uh, Tutankhamun's sarcophagus, which is like a coffin. Yep. It actually contained three coffins within one. So think of like the nesting dolls, kind mm-hmm. of the same concept. The final coffin that contained his body was solid. It seemed like it was made of pure gold. Okay. Like, so very fancy. Yeah. Um, the mummy itself, with that, he was actually buried with a death mask. And if um, some of you are unaware with what a death mask is, it's a literal, um, I guess, like imprint, would you say that is, yeah. of a person's face when they die. Many famous figures in history um, have death masks made at the time of their passing. Pharaoh Tutankhamun was, you know, one of those as well. Actually, I believe his death mask is now on display in, I forget where it is, in a museum. It's known as, like, one of the most famous pieces of art. So, like, it's a big deal. And I'd love to see it one day. Yeah, I wonder where it is. Probably in Egypt. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I'm going to look it up. Are you you keep talking, and okay. I'll, I'll interject when, when I find it. Okay, so we've talked about the tomb. We've talked about who Pharaoh Tutankhamun was. Now let's talk about the curse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they make this giant discovery. Um, Arthur Conan Doyle, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who, 10 points if you can tell me what he wrote. I'm going to popcorn you. I have no idea. He wrote Sherlock Holmes. Uh, oh, I guess I knew that. Where's yeah. Cairo? Egypt. Okay. It's in Cairo. Okay. It's in the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. Well, there you go. So, fun fact. 
The Valley of Kings. That's where he was entombed. Yeah. So, um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle speculated that Egyptian priests had placed a curse on the body of Pharaoh Tutankhamun to protect his body. Because remember, in Egyptian beliefs, like, literally, how you go is going into the afterlife. So, you know, protecting yourself is paramount because you want to be able to get to that afterlife. Right. Okay. So, early on, there was kind of this idea that there could be a curse in that, like, basically, by discovering and entering the tomb, you had pissed it off big time. Yep. That kind of seems, you know, there was never any evidence of a curse. Like, there was not a, like, piece of paper they found that said, yo, you yeah. fucked up, it's cursed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there were some very curious events that happened, basically, after the discovery of the tomb. That okay. kind of keeps the curse myth alive. Mm-hmm. So, George Herbert, who I told you kind of financed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Our cat is hydrating himself, because why not? <laughs> You know? Wherever we move, you know, we had to just stop a few minutes ago because Dennis just like refused to, yeah, yeah, like stop. And we you just... Know, the cat's drinking a gallon of like, water, you know? <laughs> right next to us. It's always something. Wherever we go, our zoo <laughs> follows. So, sorry if you hear the, you know, slurping of a... of a cat who's <laughs> just, you know, drinking water. Oh, yes. God. Okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, George Herbert, who I mentioned financed kind of the whole expedition. Yes. He died on April 5th, 1923. He was 56 years old, and he died from complications from a mosquito bite that was thought to have, you know, he, he got it mm-hmm. while in the tomb or, like, around the tomb. Um, from one article I read, it was said that he got bit, and then he was shaving and, like, cut and, like, nicked the area mm-hmm. and actually ended up, like, getting kind of some form of sepsis and dying. Um, so, you know, that's a little suspect. Yeah. A little sus. A little sussy. A little sus. Um, another person was Sir Archibald Douglas Reed. He was, um, I couldn't find the exact account of this, but he is said to have x-rayed the body of Pharaoh Tutankhamen. So once they made the discovery, um, he died of mysterious causes in 1924 and I could not find out actually what his cause of death was. So that's a little sus again. Um, Arthur Mace, who was part of the original excavation team, died of arsenic poisoning in 1928 Remember, the initial discovery happens in 1922. So this is really soon. Pretty close after. Um, Richard Bethel, who was Carter, Howard Carter's secretary, was found smothered to death in 1929. (laughs) And it said in this article, his father. So I'm wondering if this is Richard Bethel's father the article is referring to. Okay. Apparently um, died after uh, completing suicide in 1930. So it's thought that anyone who had entered the tomb was kind of like curse he should have done that right exactly (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then howard carter himself you know the original and lead archaeologist um died in 1939 in london of hodgkin's disease so he lived the longest after the discovery but was not completely immune dang so it's a little interesting that you know yeah what are your thoughts on that like do you think I mean, it, it just, everybody dies, I think. Yeah, so it's, it's your like, time, it's your time. Yeah, I just feel like circumstances, you know. Um, it's interesting. It's a little interesting that it just seems like maybe the guy that had Hodgkins, you know, like that was his time. It was coming, yeah. But being smothered and like Arsenic nicking yourself. Yeah, like those are odd deaths. Oh, yeah, you know. That I feel like kind of yeah. just, yeah, a little <laughs> before your time, I think, you know, yeah. so... Um, I don't know. I kind of believe in curses. Yeah, I I, I think, think believe in them too. I think. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. 
before you even do that, we have listeners in the UK. So, Jason, I am so, so sorry. Um, he's our UK friend. We have gotten into Love Island. Like, okay. deep, the UK version, deep into it. And the accents have killed us. Yes, they have. And I like. I was, like, saying something the other day, and I said the same thing. And I, I didn't mean to say think. I was just... My, I had, like, a little yeah. synapse, like... <laughs> Disruption. <laughs> yeah. um, but they probably listen to us, and they're like... Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> mm. Would you think that they should throw an American into, like, Love Island, UK? <laughs> like, what are you saying? The terminology, like, like, the slang is so interesting. Yeah. I love the fancy one. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the other one they said I was saying today? Oh, I'm gutted. I'm gutted. I'm gutted about this. Like, I'm devastated. <laughs> Do I look um, like a mug? <laughs> yeah, Jason, honey, if you're can, hearing this, can you explain a little bit of that to we us? We need a, like, breakdown of, like... Words and what you mean, lesson, yeah. because it's very interesting. It's, uh, it is. I, it took a long time to like get into it. There's like 40 episodes. I think it took like 10 episodes yeah. to like finally like oh like okay I kind of get it now. Yeah, like, it's you know it's funny that it's still the English language, but like it, just obviously very so different. different. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so good. You should watch it. It's on Hulu. You're it's welcome. Pretty good. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't remember what I was saying. I think something, but <laughs> I think I forgot. <laughs> About curses, maybe? Yeah. Um, I mean, I believe in them. Yeah. I feel, oh, oh, what I was saying is there's, I've talked about it before, the green restaurant that got cursed in South Paris. Actually, I had a listener. Oh, in Maine, yeah. Yeah, that is like from Maine, South Paris. Like, Did you know her? Went to, I didn't. She's younger than us, yeah. um, but she did know. She's my cousin and my aunt. Oh, okay. Um, so that's a weird connection. It was really weird. Um, so like, that was like super cool, but yeah. Um, it was the restaurant that just always got cursed and like, you know, it was a woman that, it kind of reminded me of like Beauty and the Beast, like, you know, like a haggard kind of woman comes in and like, Mm-hmm. needed like food or something and they said no oh it's and cursing. she basically was just like this anything in this restaurant or in this um like building, building will never make it and like it really Nothing has it there's has, a restaurant right? right now that's there that is um is doing pretty well so yeah we'll see i, I don't know <laughs> yeah. um, nothing really has ever made it go there so yeah i, I mean i do I, I definitely believe in them i do sure. think you know yeah it's interesting yeah it's very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Yes. Are you? Do you want me to go, or do you want to do yours now? Is is that you wrapped it up? Yeah. King tied. They all yeah. tied. Like, they all tied. The, so maybe yeah. be careful before you break into a sealed tomb. Feel. Just saying. <laughs> maybe think about that. Of King Tut. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like don't be doing that. Yes. Well, mine is. I have two, but okay. my longer one. I will start with. Okay. Um, that I kind of, like, just started reading about, and it wasn't that interesting, but then it just, like, kept going and going and going, and just, to me, it kind of struck me as odd. Like, it's kind of odd how mm-hmm. this played out, so I kind of believe in kind of this curse. Okay. Um, luckily, spoiler alert, it does stop eventually. So, okay. Okay. it's going to get pretty, you know, like, dang. Yeah. Like- but it, it has stopped. Okay. Um, so, the farther back we go... You know, obviously it's a little, like, fuzzy, but it does bring itself into modern times okay. from when we've been alive, so sure. things will kind of make sense more, yeah. obviously, later on. Okay. So, this is called um, To Come Says Curse, mm-hmm. and this is involving American presidents. Okay. So the rumor has it that there was a Native American leader named Tecumseh, okay. um, and he spoke this curse when William Henry Harrison, a mm-hmm. president, his troops defeated... Um, the Native American forces okay. um, during the Battle of Tippecanoe, okay. and this was on November seventh of eighteen eleven. Okay, so pretty sure. pretty far back. Yep. 
Um, so it's said that when he spoke this curse, it was that every president elected or re-elected every 20th year would die whilst in office. Okay. Ooh, that's like ominous. It happened. <laughs> okay. It fucking happened. Okay, so this started with, of course, William Henry Harrison. Okay. He was elected president in 1840. Okay. So lucky they stuck with like an even number. So like we kind of just progressed into like it's good, good increments. Is difficult. So I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. So he actually just caught a common cold. Um, and it very quickly turned into pneumonia. Dang. And he died on April John. 4th of um, 1841. Okay. After only one month in office. Wow. Well, yeah. The cold will take you down, the friends. <laughs> mm. Yes. All right. Popcorn. Who was the president 20 years later? 1860. Don't look at my notes. Um, I'm going to go with Lincoln. Yeah. Because I knew I, you would know it. I only knew because I knew I knew the Civil War date. So I, like, oh, you're such a nerd. And he was there. You're yep. such a fucking nope. nerd. I said popcorn because <laughs> I was gonna popcorn you. I did. It's right here, popcorn. <laughs> but I knew that I had a feeling you would know. Yeah. Um. So it was Abe the Babe, Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. He was elected in 1860, 20 sure. years later. Yep. Um. He survived his first term and was reelected four years later. Okay. Um. And then, if you know history, mm-hmm. American history, um, he was shot on April 14th. Of 1865 and died just the next day. Mm. Um, yeah. Fun fact, and he saw his doppelganger he before his did. death. He did. It said that so he, many things connect. Like there's so many interesting like like yeah. interweavings of this because it was said that he looked in a mirror one day and saw it was like he had two faces. Like yeah. he saw like a double iteration of his mm-hmm. face and his wife uh, Mary Todd Lincoln was very spiritual yes used a lot of psychics to try and contact um their deceased son mm-hmm. um said that the premonition or the, like the vision was um meant to mean that he would be elected for a second term but he would not survive it and he mm-hmm. did it he didn't he just had just a lot of bad luck then i know there's a lot going on <laughs> with poor abe yes um so We'll fast forward again. Okay. These are just like little snippets of everything. Yeah. So I'm not going into like a whole ton of detail on everything. Sure. I'm um, glad you could read forever. I mean, it would be, yeah, I need like eight episodes for this. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to fast forward 20 more years and James Garfield was elected Prezi. Okay. And, Prezi. and this was in uh, July of, well, so 20 years later is 1880. Mm-hmm. And this was in 1881. Okay. A man named Charles Gateau shot him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he survived for a few months, but his injuries just kind of lingered. Um, he never really and recovered. He, yeah. And okay. so he died. He was um, a few months into his um, term. Yeah. So he didn't make it very long into him his term either. Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. So we're going to fast forward another 20 years. <laughs> For the here theme here, and we're gonna we've got a lot more to go. Yeah. So, um, the next president up was William McKinley, and he was elected for his first term in 1896, okay. and he was reelected in the year 1900. So that's okay. the yep. next 20 years. Gotcha. And uh, there was a man named uh, Leon F. Chegase, <laughs> and I had to Google that because the way it's so spelled is so, yeah. very odd. Um, and so this man thought that McKinley was an enemy of the people. So okay. he obviously just didn't like him, hated him. Yeah. Um, so he just decided he was just going to go up and shoot him and he shot him. Uh, McKinley did survive for eight days, um, but he did eventually pass away from the gunshot. Mm. Okay. 
Okay. Ready to move on? Let's go. <laughs> Going another 20 years. This is in the year of 1920. Okay. Fun fact, this is the year, kind of getting more into our generation. That was the year Grammy, my great-grandmother, mm. Eileen, was born. Oh, so, interesting. Kind of in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, okay. This was uh, Warren G. Harding. Yep. And he was elected president and survived three years into his presidency. And he was just traveling to San Francisco, and he just very suddenly died of either a heart attack or a stroke. Oh, um, so he didn't get killed. He just kind of just abruptly yeah, passed away. Crisis. So he's yeah. kind of just a quick one. Yeah. Uh, 20 years later, Franklin D. Roosevelt, he's up next. Yeah. Um, he was elected president in 1932 and then was reelected in 1936. Mm-hmm. And then again in 1940, there's the next one. Kay. And then again in 1944. This is obviously before termed elections. He's it, the reason why it was termed. Yes, because he went for a long time. Well, people loved him. They were like, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and he was never really healthy. He was no. just not a healthy person to begin with, but he did sort of die suddenly. Okay. Um, his health was never like great, but he, in 1945, he died of a stroke or a cerebral hemorrhage. Um, gotcha. so he kind of just abruptly died. And this was, this was Theodore Roosevelt or FDR? FDR. FDR. Franklin okay. D. Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Um, another 20 years. We're going to go now. We're into the year of 1960. Okay. The year of... John F. Kennedy. Yep. And he was elected president in three years into his president in 1960. And three years into his presidency, he, of course, if you know American history at all, was assassinated in Dallas, Texas by Lee Harvey Oswald. Yep. And so I'm just going to throw a little um, blurb out. (laughs) Keep JFK in your mind. Okay. um, Because he's going to come up in a little bit because he's been hit with two curses. Oh, dang. Um, And so he's my next. double whammy. The Kennedys is, spoiler alert, the Kennedy curse is what I'm going to talk about. That's a good one. Next. Um, so just keep Kennedy in your in your mind. Okay. Um, yeah, stay seated, seatbelt, fucking locked and loaded, because <laughs> that's wild as well. Okay. Um, so then we're gonna fast forward another third or twenty years. Yeah. And let me just tell you, we're gonna we're we're stopping now. <laughs> we're gonna stop <laughs> okay, here. The curse had enough. Yes, yeah, so after twenty years, we're now in the year of nineteen eighty. Okay. And this is where Ronald Reagan apparently broke the curse. He almost didn't. Almost didn't. So he was mm-hmm. elected in 1980, yep. and he was shot by a man named John Hinckley Jr. Yep. Um, when he was in Washington, D.C., yes. and he was uh, getting into his motorcade. Yes. Um, old man Hinckley was super obsessed with Jodie Foster, the yeah. actress, who yeah. is very beautiful, yeah. Um, yeah. and just thought... Hey, I can get her attention by like trying to pop off the president. That's a really interesting story. <laughs> yeah. I'm like highly recommend you look into that if yes. you're interested. Absolutely. Yeah. So he tried to kill him. He did get shot. Yeah, he was shot. Uh, but he did not die. Nope. And he just thought, you know, if I shot the president, you know, Jodie Foster's gonna just fall in love with me and we're gonna live happily ever after. And yeah, newsflash didn't happen. <laughs> I think it's safe to assume that it had a little bit of some delusions going on for him. Yeah, it was yeah, it was kind of tough. Yep. Um and Reagan actually lives into yes. the 2000s. He he lived until June 5th of 2004. Okay. Um, so he lived so the he, rest of he, his life. Yep, he yeah. did. He he moved through the term. And so we were like, kind of got shot. Like, he didn't die, but like, yeah. kind of yeah. bad. So the next president after that was in the year 2000. And that was uh, George W. Bush. Gotcha. And he was elected and then re-elected. And he is still currently currently living. Yeah. So like, sure. we Gucci now. We, we Gucci. may <laughs> assume that the curse has lifted at this point. Yes. Interesting. So I found that just very interesting how it kind of played yeah. out that every 20 years. Well, there's always, it seems like there's always a time limit of some type yeah. on the curse. Like, 
mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, you know, King Tut's, you know, case, it was more of a condition. Like if you enter, then you're subject mm-hmm. to the curse or it's like a time marker, like yeah. 20 years and then you're subject and then to this. Done, yeah. But yeah. I found it interesting that, you know, Reagan was shot. He didn't, you know, get killed. Die, but Bush never, I mean, Bush did 9-11. He, you know, yeah, kind of survived 9-11. Clearly. He got the, th- the shoe thrown at him. Remember that? Oh yeah, and like during it was I think it was after nine eleven, and yeah. like someone like tried to take his head off with a shoe. But yeah. I think that's, that's like kind of the biggest things that happened with him. Yeah, you know? but I mean nine eleven was pretty wild. Yeah, he survived course, it, but yes, he it you know he's very significant in the in the fact that that's that occurred during his presidency. Sure, so. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. that is uh, the kind of story of the Tecumseh curse. Interesting. Yeah. I, I honestly can say I had not heard of that one before. You told me about it. Yeah, and, you know, obviously I feel like Native Americans, <laughs> I mean, we kind of invaded their spot, and, you know, they uh, had a right yes. to be pissed off <laughs> Absolutely. when we were taking over, you yeah, know, no, as immigrants, and that's obviously what happened. Agree. So, yeah, this this land is your land, this my, land is my land, but this whole you land should be here. cursed because, like, yeah. it was pretty horrible. Sure. No, I definitely understand the motivations. Completely agree. Yep. That's mm-hmm. no, that's really interesting. Yeah. All right. I gotta wet my whistle now, so go for it. All right, am I going again? <laughs> yep. Okay. So this one Caitlin saw and literally said, like, you've got to do it. Yeah. If you don't, like, <laughs> you're missing out because this is your uh, chance to talk about something you literally never shut up about. Um, so fun fact, um, I am a huge history nerd. If you know a little bit about me, you know that. You're just um, no back up. A history nerd, yeah. just a fucking nerd in general, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're just an overall nerd. <laughs> yeah, I like specialize in random information. You did. So, just a fun fact about Celeste. Yeah, uh, Celeste, I have. We've been to get, like dating <laughs> for. Like, how long? <laughs> I mean, we've been dating over six years. Yeah. So like kind of near, but like uh, six years was a long time. Yeah. And I'm going to say. One of our most favorite things to do is watch Jeopardy. Oh, my God, yeah. But I get so pissed because, like, I've hounded Celeste to, like, try out for Jeopardy I so know. many times because, so like, like, Celeste, oh. I'm like, I don't, like, when they say, I'm like, I don't fucking know. It's so like, and I'm like, Dang. and she's always right. And half the time, if she's not right, somebody rings in and says the exact oh, same so thing that like Celeste is credit. saying <laughs> and that we've counted as half. So we count points. Yeah. The only one that I am kick-ass at is, like, Kids Jeopardy. <laughs> Like, I do really me. good <laughs> with the kids' Jeopardy. Don't mess. Um, but, she, you know, you are super, super smart, and Aww. that you are just full of random. So you're just a nerd in general, but yeah, continue. Absolutely. Um, but I love history, <laughs> yes, and one do. of my favorite, 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 like, sections of history is Russian history. Yes. I think because I went to Russia when I was probably 14 mm-hmm. um, and just absolutely fell in love with, like, mm-hmm. the story of the Russian Revolution. I think it's so fascinating. But I think it was probably one of my favorite... Oh, I'm going to be a little cute here, but, mm-hmm. like... I think one of my favorite memories with you was when we just very recently went to Russia and like you were just like a little kid. And I think, you know, you saw it when you were what you said, 13. Yeah. And then, you know, now obviously at 29, you know, you can appreciate it. Yeah. And I just, I saw like that whole like excitement. Oh God. Yeah. It was, I was excited to see it. So I know you were even more excited. So when I saw this, I was like, yo, (laughs) that's you girl. Like get it. No, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was good to revisit it and like combine what I know with what I read. Yep. 
Um, so I'll just go ahead and jump to the point. Uh, what I will be talking about is the curse on the Romanov family. Yeah. Um, and to understand that, I'll just start by giving just a quick backstory. Mm. Um, the Romanov family was the ruling family of Russia, the royal family, again. Yes. Um, the Russian equivalent to a king or queen was a czar or czarina. Uh, the Romanov rule lasted, I believe, almost over 300 years. It ended with the reign of Nicholas II and his wife Alexandra um, and their untimely death. Now, to talk about the curse, we have to talk about the person who obviously instated the curse. And that is our uh, our, our boy Rasputin. <laughs> and if you've read anything about the Romanov family, you will know who Rasputin, Rasputin is. is. Yeah. So it's important to talk about him first. And I promise I'm getting to the curse. It's just there is a lot of backstory you mm-hmm. have to know in order to like sure. make it make sense. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Rasputin to begin with. Okay. A shady Sheila. <laughs> there was, if I could say shady Sheila in Russian, I would. But, um, and I apologize in advance for all of my Russian pronunciations. Sure. Clearly, I do not speak Russian. Um, so Rasputin was born, Grigory Yefimovich Rasputin. He was born in 1869 in Siberia, Russia. Um, you know, growing up, he was very poor. His family was incredibly impoverished. He entered a monastery with the intention to become a monk. But never did, um, because as it turned out, Rasputin liked to drink a lot, <laughs> and he liked to have sex with a lot of people. <laughs> you know, it doesn't quite add up to being a mom. Didn't he have, like, an STD? Oh, he probably did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like I read that somewhere. Yeah, I mean, most likely. Yeah. He was a big believer in, like, orgies. Oh, and... I think I was, yeah, you know how I was actually thinking it was Blackbeard? <laughs> <laughs> Similar. Also had an STD, but yes. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he married at 19. He had three children. I believe two of those children passed away. Um, and in his early twenties, he abandoned his family, um, and decided that he was going to make multiple pilgrimages to the Holy land. Okay. Um, so basically like peaced out of Siberia was like, I'm out of here mm-hmm. to find bigger things. Um, basically wanders around for a bit, you know, drinking, sleeping with people doing his thing. In, in 1903, he arrives in St. Petersburg, Russia. And that is kind of where his intersection with the Romanovs begins. Start. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about the Romanovs then. Mm -hmm. Nicholas II was the czar or king of Russia. Um, As a little backstory, not really a great czar. (laughs) Never really wanted to be czar. He ascended after the death of his father. Um, And, you know, Nicholas really didn't want to rule. He was kind of content to be royal but not really have to do much, like, (laughs) in way of ruling. Fair enough. Um, He was very influenced by a lot of his advisors, not always for the best, as we'll see. Um, he married Alexandra, um, and her last name was Fyodorovna. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's so bad. She was a German princess. She was actually the granddaughter of Queen Victoria to kind of connect. Oh, okay. Remember, all these families are kind Kind of of interconnected, right? Sure. So the fact that she was German is really important to the story because in general, the Russian people were not super excited that she had married Nicholas. Right. Like, they thought of her kind of as an outsider. She mm-hmm. barely spoke Russian. Yeah. Um, she was not really welcomed into the monarchy. But again, mm-hmm. at this time, marriages were made for power moves. They weren't made for love. Right. But ironically, um, Nicholas II and Alexandra actually really did love each other. Mm-hmm. You can look it up, but they have tons, thousands of letters they wrote to one another. They never, you know, you read about kings having these trysts with other people. And, right. I mean, Henry VIII is nothing but well. trysts, but... <laughs> They were each other's only love. They Mm -hmm. truly did love each other, which is kind of endearing. Um, So together they had five children. 
Olga, Tatiana, Maria, Anastasia, and yes, that is that Anastasia. We'll talk about her. And doesn't have the ending that the Disney movie tells you it does. So that <laughs> yeah, I feel I hate to ruin your day, but yes, we'll get to that. And Alexi. Now Alexi was the only boy in the family. Yes. And pause for page flip. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. Try not to do it too obnoxiously. So um, at the time in Russia, only males could ascend the throne. So even right. though, you know, Nicholas and Alexandra had four daughters, none of them could become right. a Tsarina, essentially, or a Tsar. Well, then Alexei just didn't have very good either. No. <laughs> so basically, Alexandra, Alexei's mother, was um, a carrier of a sex-linked trait uh, for hemophilia. And for those that don't know... Hemophilia is a disorder that um, causes someone not to be able to clot quickly enough when they receive a cut. Blood. You know, a normal yeah. person, we clot and we stop bleeding. Mm-hmm. People with hemophilia are very susceptible to mm-hmm. not clotting, so even a bump could kill them, could, yeah. essentially. Yep. Um, so because she was a carrier for the trait and it only appears in males, Alexi was born with the disease. And pretty much from birth, they knew something was wrong. Yeah. He, you know, he would have a lot of internal bleeding. He almost died multiple times. And for the family, this was a disaster because they had just given birth to their only male heir, and now here he is with this disease, and they don't know how to fix it. Well, he very easily could die. (laughs) Right, and he's supposed to ascend the thrones. They're like, you know, we need to fix this. We need to figure out what's going on. Around this time, Rasputin, on the other hand, was kind of infiltrating the elite Russian aristocracy. Again, still drinking, (laughs) still sleeping around, but making moves. And basically, um, by, you know, a friend of the royal family was recommended as a healer to Alexandra to help with Alexei. Because at this point, only very close friends of the family were told about his condition. Right. So, Rasputin meets Alexandra. And on multiple accounts, he was actually able to stop Alexei's bleeding. Now, we don't know how he did this. It could be meditation. It could, like, We just don't know yeah. what exactly he did. But basically, Alexandra loves him. Oh, like, yeah. Worships <laughs> him because he's the only person that can save her son in her eyes. Mm-hmm. So Rasputin quickly gets an in with the royal family, especially with Alexandra. Becomes pretty much her spiritual advisor, mm-hmm. um, her confidant. He helps with Alexei. And because of this, he, Rasputin, begins to influence a lot of Russia's domestic policy decisions. Um, <laughs> Come on in! <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and at this point, rumors pretty much begin flying that the Tsarina, Alexandra, and Rasputin are having an illicit affair. Uh-huh. Because this is also the time, if you remember, of World War One. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of this, um, Nicholas is... De- has gone to the front lines of the war to like inspire morale with his troops. Yep. So basically Alexandra's running the show with Rasputin. With, yeah. <laughs> that does not go over well with especially the upper crust yeah. of Russian aristocracy. A lot of them kind of get to the point where they decide that like Rasputin's got to go. Yeah. We got to get rid of him. It was kind of like Earl had to die, that Dixie Chick song. <laughs> it's like Rasputin had to die. Nah, 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 nah. 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 Hey, hey. <laughs> Rasputin. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> Good one. You're welcome for that little reference. <laughs> so, yes. They decide, like, we got we to gotta nix him. He's got to go. Yep. So, this brings us to... He ain't going down without a fight. <laughs> no. No, he did not. <laughs> so, the murder itself of Rasputin took place on December 29th, 1916. Now, um... 
the next character. His name is Prince Felix Yusupov. He is, uh, I think, technically related to the royal family. His family is stupid rich. Mm -hmm. And he basically decides, like, we got to get rid of him. So him and his, like, co-conspirators kind of debunk this, like, create this plan. And they invite Rasputin to his palace, which is called the Yusupov Palace. Mm -hmm. And we've been there. We have been there. You can tour it. Highly recommend. It was super cool. It is amazingly, like, if you're into this, it's so interesting. Absolutely. So they invite him over for, like, dinner and drinks. Um, you know, Rasputin loves to drink, mm-hmm. as we know. So he comes over. They take him to, like, basically the basement area. And you can still see this. It's we were the there. Very we were in the room. House. Yeah, you can it's go It's very, like, cold and dark. And it's very basement-like. It's kind of stony and, like... Yeah, and small. It's a very small area. Didn't really have a whole lot of room in there. No, which, you know, like, how Rasputin was like, all right, that's a little weird, but... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So they take him down there, and they basically give him a bunch of alcohol and food. And one of the things that they give for Rasputin to eat are um, cakes. But these cakes and sweets, um, unbeknownst to Rasputin, are laced with cyanide. Uh. Well, Yusupov, unbeknownst to Yusupov. <laughs> he did not realize that actually the sugar from the cakes would negate the cyanide. So basically, like, Rasputin's getting drunk. And eating all the cakes and not dying as expected. <laughs> so Felix is like, um, well, this Shit. is new. What do I do? So basically he gets fed up and he shoots Rasputin, I believe in the back or in the head. Um, does not kill Rasputin. Rasputin freaks out, uh, understandably. Well, yeah. uh, darts past Felix and basically goes up this tiny little flight of stairs and out a side door. Mm-hmm. So he's running and Felix Yusupov and his conspirators are following them. They're yep. running after him. Basically, Rasputin, I believe, was shot more times, um, and eventually they kind of got a hold of him. They wrapped him in a carpet, and they dumped him in the Neva River. Um, and after all of that, he actually only died by drowning. <laughs> so he was poisoned, shot, and wrapped in a carpet, thrown in the river, um, and drowned. Yep. So that was the, uh, the end of Rasputin. He did eventually die. He did. It took him a minute, but he did. Now, the curse that comes in is that before his death, Rasputin said that if he was ever killed by the Russian government, Russia would rebel on its own royal family and assassinate them all. Yep. You know, well. <laughs> sounds like a loaded promise, but the crazy part is that it, it happened. did happen. Mm-hmm. So, the end of the Romanovs. Nicholas II abdicated his throne in 1917 because the Russian people had become so sick of him. People were starving. They didn't agree with his decisions. And it was kind of thought that the royal family just did not give a shit. Yeah. So the government, um, basically the protesters created a government group called the Duma and they took over and Nicholas said, fine, I'm not going to rule anymore. Mm -hmm. Now that happened. And then the Bolshevik Revolution, who was led by Vladimir Lenin, who we all know that name, mm-hmm. began in November 1917. Um, they were very far left, and they were kind of known as revolutionaries. Um, at this time, even though Nicholas had abdicated his throne and rule, they took the entire Romanov family as political prisoners. Yeah. So, this is where it gets to the real dark part, folks, so I'm sorry. The Romanovs were moved from multiple locations as prisoners, but they were their last location, they were kept... At a place called the Apatiev House in Ekaterinburg, now, Russia. And just to clarify, this is mom, dad, four, or five this, children. Right, four girls and Alexei. And they're Anastasia, Alexei, old. <laughs> I don't know what he just did upstairs. Our dog just did something crazy <laughs> three flights up that we heard. Yeah. 
Olga, Maria, Tatiana, right. Anastasia, Alexi. Alexi. Okay. As well as they're, mm-hmm. they're all together. Yes. Um, as well as their closest servants. Um, and I believe their family doctor was kept yes. with them just, as well. Just to kind of clarify. Yes, that, the entire family. All of the Romanov family. Children is, included. Yes, is captured. So, yes. Yes, they're kept in this house. And then on July 17th of 1918, the family is woken in the early morning hours. They're told that for their safety, they're being moved to another safe house. And they're told to pack... Um, Alexandra dresses the girls, and she has hidden their family jewels in their corsets because mm-hmm. the plan was that they were hopefully going to be able to escape and right. get out of Russia, and they would need this as currency once mm-hmm. they got out. They needed someone. Right, exactly. So this was sewn into their corsets. Um, the family was taken down to the basement of the house and basically lined up. Um, Alexi was given a chair to sit in because he was very weak, and uh, the person down there announced that uh, the Russian government had ordered that their execution. And at that point they were shot to death. Yes. An interesting part about that is that the uh, bullets originally, the first initial round of firing, um, the girls did not really die immediately Mm -hmm. because the jewels sewn into their corsets acted as Kevlar. Kevlar. It's the first kind Mm -hmm. of instance we see of like unintentional bulletproof vests. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately they were in that case, most of them were, you know, stabbed and bayoneted Mm -hmm. to death. Um, Alexi was killed instantly, which is a blessing a little bit given his hemophilia. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically they were basically shot until all dead. Until yeah. Their remains were then placed in acid to disguise them and then dumped in the woods. Now, years and years later, the remains were found, Mm -hmm. and the kind of truth came to light about what actually happened to the Romanov family. At the original time, you know, DNA was not where it is now, DNA analysis. This is kind of where the legend of Anastasia comes from, because they were able to identify most of the family except Anastasia and Alexei. So it kind of spurred this rumor that maybe one of them had escaped, and Mm -hmm. that's where we see, like, the Anastasia rumor. Yeah. But her remains were later found, and they are now interred at, I think, the Cathedral of Peter and Paul? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. In St. Petersburg. We were also lucky went enough to, to see that. Yep. Very beautiful church. Mm-hmm. So that is the unfortunate end of the uh, the Romanov family. Yeah. Dang. Woof. Yeah. yeah. That's a heavy that is a, it, yeah, it's a lot. I know it's taken a long time for me, for you to kind of explain and to, you know, obviously I wanted to know that entire story before we kind of went so yeah. seeing these things were pretty wild to me but it's it's deep it is it's, and i wanted to say too sorry before mm-hmm. i'll let you go um if you're interested in that want to know more there's a great documentary series on netflix yep. called the last czar and remember czar is spelled c-z-a-r mm-hmm. um it's a documentary with reenactments about what happened to the family mm-hmm. very well done and you do not need to know a ton about russian history to understand uh, it yeah so highly recommend you look that up yeah so yeah crazy crazy i'm scared to even know what the time mark is after. we're at 53 minutes so we're That's, good we're like cooking we are i don't my next one is not like super long so okay. i think we're gonna be okay but okay. i'll kind of jump into it so we're not annoying people for too long <laughs> fair enough fair enough um so do you remember with did you have something else to say no nope. okay all you i didn't want to cut you off there all you um remember i said to remember uh john f kennedy yes so my obviously next story is the Kennedy curse. Yeah. So we're going back to America. Back to, yes. Back to, yeah. Buckle up. Flying over. Yeah. Okay. So obviously there is said to be a curse upon the Kennedys. Um, so they've just kind of gone through a lot of yeah. kind of horrid events. Yep. Really kind of starting first with, um, John F. Kennedy's siblings. Um, okay. we all, we all know about his obviously untimely death. I just mm-hmm. told you about it a few minutes ago. Yep. Um, 
But kind of starting with his brother, uh, Joseph Kennedy Jr., okay. he died in a plane crash in 1944. Okay. Now, that's just horrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward four years later in 1948, and his sister Kathleen Kennedy also died in a plane crash. Ooh, okay. So, like, Interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, next kind of in, I'm kind of going in, like, chronological order here Um, so next was uh, JFK and he was obviously assassinated in 1963 Um, and his younger brother Robert Kennedy was also assassinated in (laughs) 1968 so not that far over so like we're seeing plane crashes and assassinations so like some wild stuff kind of pretty wild yeah Um, so JFK had a um, his youngest brother um, was so this okay just a time out here (laughs) there's a death but there's also some, like, shady stuff that I felt like we needed to just kind of add in yeah. here. So not maybe necessarily, excuse me, um, related to the curse, but still just shady. it's going to, like, boggle your mind a little bit. Yeah. Um, so his JFK's youngest brother um, was uh, actually a senator, mm-hmm. Ted Kennedy. Yep. And fun fact, he survived the plane crash in 1964. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So, like... Don't Dang, get in some planes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but Ted Kennedy was kind of, I'm going to use uh, one of our little <laughs> friend listeners, uh-huh. uh, you know, things here. He was an ogre snot in a yeah. slime ball. Um, so he was apparently drunk at a party um, with his girlfriend or um, acquaintance. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, yeah. there's a lot Lucky. of fuzziness here. Um, and her name was Mary Jo Kopechny. Yep. And this was in 1969. And they were um, at a party at the... On Chappaquiddick Island, which is right near Martha's Vineyard, obviously, in Massachusetts. Yes. So he's driving, drives it off from a bridge, mm-hmm. um, and it basically lands upside down, and it's called in um, Poucha Pond. Okay. And he escapes and basically decides the best plan of action is to not worry about Mary Jo, goes home, mm-hmm. and like sleeps on it, and then gets up the next morning and decides, like, you should tell someone about it. Yeah. A little shady. Maybe. <laughs> um, so he kind of lets the authorities know the next day. They find Mary Jo, um, and she was deceased. Yep. And uh, kind of gets a little more fuzzy from there. Um, yeah. The authorities really wanted to do an autopsy, and yeah, like never they happened. never did one. Mm-hmm. They just said she drowned. Um, that was kind of the end of it. Yeah. Uh, her family ended up with a bunch of money yeah, and I think so, yeah. then uh kind of it all just kind of just went away and he yeah. actually like he was a senator for many years after that that's insane and just it kind of was like oops yeah, but like what, what happened we don't know and mm. it just like yeah oh kind of went away so kinda a little shady there yeah sure um you know he was never killed but you know that I just felt like that was kind of like some shadiness mm-hmm. that probably plagued the family a little bit. Probably sure. was a little stressful. Not health in the curse, I guess. So we're gonna get back to some more cursing. Okay. Robert Kennedy's son, um, his name was David, died of an apparent drug overdose in 1984. Um, he mm. also had another son, and his name was Michael, died uh, in 1997 uh, during a skiing accident. Mm. Okay. There was also JFK Jr. And it was his uh, brother and sister-in-law in in 1999 
were, can you guess? In a plane. In a plane that JFK Jr. was piloting, um, and it kind of mysteriously just crashed into the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, okay. Um, here we go. Continuing. <laughs> now, this is... Um, Obviously, we're kind of from, like, farther back, obviously, before our time. Yeah. But now we're getting into, like, this shit's, like, recent. Like, oh, yeah. Real yeah. recent. Uh, Robert Kennedy's daughter, uh, Saoirse, went into cardiac arrest and passed away of an apparent drug overdose mm-hmm. on August 1st in uh, 2019. Yeah, so I remember seeing that on the news. Less than a year ago. Yeah. Um, so, still happening. And as recent as last month... <laughs> It's still going that curse on. Don't stop. It has not stopped. So Can't this is stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah, this is um, Robert Kennedy's granddaughter, Maeve, okay. um, has um, a, a bunch of children, but her and her son, who is eight years old, uh, Gideon, I mm-hmm. think his name is. Um, so they were basically kind of chasing their ball, went into the Chesapeake Bay, mm. um, and they got into their canoe, and they were, like, going to chase it. And this was uh, on April 2nd of wow. 2020. So this was literally this last month. Um, and they they went missing. Mm. There was a person that kind of saw them really far from shore yeah. and just, like, couldn't really get to them. So just, like, called it into the police and just sure. said, like, hey, there's, like, a canoe, like, really far from land. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then they were found missing. Mm. You know, they kind of never returned. Yeah. Their last sighting was the boat that called the police. Yeah. Um, and they were pronounced dead the next day on April 3rd. So they were found. But, um, they were not found yet. Uh, they just are oh. not, not pronounced, presumed. Presumed, presumed dead. dead. Um, and it was a couple days later mm-hmm. on April 6th is when they found Maeve's body. Um, passed away. Yep. And then it was another two days um, until they found Gideon on April 8th. And they both had autopsies wow. and found that their um, death was caused by drowning in hypothermia. Wow. Ugh, that's tragic. So, like, I don't know what happened. Dang. There's no, like, why they're cursed or, like, what it's just so started this curse. But, like, they, I mean... <sighs> Stay out of politics and stay out of airplanes. Yeah, and don't vote while you're <laughs> and at it. Just water. Stay out of the water. Yeah, too. like I just feel like there's a lot of. It's interesting just... though. If you think about it, it's all tied to power in some way. All of these families are like yeah, powerful. powerful. The Romanovs, the Kennedys. Yeah. Um, you know, the Egyptian royal family. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all about. It's an interesting. They kind of all share a similarity of power. I wonder if there's just like this, you know, people just try to take over with power. I mm-hmm. think, you know, like. Yeah. Maybe it's just like the secret government. Maybe it's... You know what it is? Getting into the conspiracy theories. Fucking aliens, man. Aliens, probably. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that heavy is the head that wears the crown mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah, it's wild. It's interesting. It really I is. I don't either. Some wild stuff. Yeah. Dang. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad mine was pretty quick. We're right at an hour now, so we, should, we should... Wrap her up. Wrap her up, and down. it's like 5 o'clock, and I'm hungry, so we're going to start some dinner. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Pharaoh enough. Pharaoh enough. <laughs> Good one. Thanks. All right. So, any final thoughts before we do some housekeeping? I mean, I don't think so. It's getting hot as balls down here. Yeah. We knew it was going to happen, but you know, <laughs> it still just like smacks you in the face really hard. So, we're just going to be living in our AC and <laughs> yeah, living in, in our house for the foreseeable future. So. Yeah, not wrong. Gives us plenty of time to podcast, and you'd think with all of this time on our hands, we would not be recording the day before the and episode. Here we comes are. Out. Here, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, like I said in the last episode, uh, you can order it, but I, if you want it really quick, 
Um, for merch, mm. I would probably hold off for now just because um, they are seeming to be closed. Mm. Um, but you can always check out what we have and just put it in your cart. Yeah. <laughs> and wait. And, you know, I'll obviously let everybody know when it kind of yeah. seems to be back up and running. Um, but you can check out our merch at um, ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. Yep. Keep sending me the animal photos on Facebook, Ghoul yes. Friends Podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at oh, Ghoul Friends Podcast. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And then you can always email us at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. I feel like I've heard it 50 times. You know, we <laughs> I should at one point, point get yeah. it down. Yeah. Did I miss one? Uh, no, you didn't miss one. I was just going to say that if you have a listener story, please email it to us at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, um, we did do the listener episode, which we was did. good. We did. I feel like I've not heard that we missed any yet. So. Yes. <laughs> Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. <laughs> yeah. That we got them all. But that's just easier for us to keep track of them. But yes. do send them in. We yeah. love reading them. And mm-hmm. um, we love talking to y'all. Yeah, we do. And I really feel like that's like some of my most favorite episodes are like listener stories because yeah. it's like these are all kind of like we, there's history and there's mm-hmm. you know but it's kind of all hearsay and this but like these stories are like straight First from accounts. Yeah, yeah so I love it I, I just find it so fascinating yeah send them in let us know we love to read them yeah we'll Oh, we gonna do that today. So, <laughs> fun fact: I do not have Siri enabled mm-hmm. on my phone, and this is the second time that the watch is it's gone. One off. of the first episodes has done it as well. Yeah, and now she's talking again. Dang. <laughs> well, well, we've got my what is it, selenite? I think upstairs, yeah. and we've got we just got some smudge spray today. Yeah, so the Apple spray. Watch is gonna be getting some smudge. <laughs> and getting, hang out on the uh, selenite so it can cleanse. Yes. Dang. Well, good. Glad y'all could hear that. And yeah. now we're thoroughly just like, dang. <laughs> we have to go smudge now. So we're going to go smudge and uh, we'll leave it at that, I guess. As always, um, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. Oh, Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a little shimmy shake on that too. I wish everybody could see. Right for it. Yeah. All right. You got anything else to say? No. We love y'all. Stay spooky. Stay safe. Please don't let your Apple Watch talk anymore. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.